Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Waiting is like my least favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, I The impatience factor is high with me. Mm-hmm. I've learned to manage it. Okay. But it's definitely a thing that like the hurry up and wait is no. No. <laughs> no. I like to be able to like hit a sweet spot. Let magic happen. Oh, you get there and then the thing is happening. Like I hate to like yeah. get there and have like it's like the airport. It's like Oh, now I will say this. I time trains that way so that uh-huh. I can just like walk up Oh yeah. And it's there and I get on and that's right. that. like that harrowing morning that we <laughs> <laughs> ran to the train after a that night of ginger brandy. Ginger brandy. <laughs> ginger brandy. Ginger brandy. Which welcome you know, to the welcome stage. to the stage, ginger brandy. <sighs> yeah, that Not was great. like waiting for bagel sandwiches. And trying not to running throw up to the train, on the getting onto the train, the train yep. trying not to throw up. That on was the a train. sweet spot moment for us. That was. Mm-hmm. That was. <laughs> I think I have no waiting involved. Evolved in my sort of feeling on waiting. In my older years, I'm like, well, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, traffic is traffic. Yep. The wait at the checkout line is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do have to say, once at a movie theater, <laughs> I was with my mom. Mm-hmm. We were seeing Little Women. Uh huh. We wanted popcorn and drinks, and the line was horrendous. Fifty people long, mm-hmm. but they had the like Stubbs member line. So you just you were like, I'm gonna buy and become a Stubbs member. I paid to become a Stubbs also, member. Stubbs member isn't great. Not great <laughs> to get into. Rethink that market to access <laughs> that short line. Right. Yeah. Well, you do what you have to. Sometimes. Do what you gotta do. I will say. If I'm prepared with a book or... Um, That's different. Or with a crossword, then I'm like, all right, oh, yeah. I can wait. This is fine. But if it's just like mindless scrolling, I'm like, this is get, gets, gets old real fast. Yeah. And so... But sometimes you just have to do it. I This is the world we live in. I, I recognize it. And I too have evolved. It has taken me some time, but I'm not becoming a Stubbs member anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs>
looking for adventure I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky Don't wake the sun, there's so much to be done And the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real You can feel, you can open your eyes And open your heart when you gaze at the National Park. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you We would like to acknowledge while exploring Yellowstone National Park that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Eastern Shoshone, Crow, and Cheyenne people. So this was our second day camping in West Yellowstone. Right. We had done all of West Yellowstone town. The day before. The day before. Your Trinketed our little heart experience. out. I cried. <laughs> you did. I found him in the mm-hmm. corner of a mm-hmm. store screaming. In my dark corner. Your dark corner. <laughs> That's a callback or a call forward, depending yes. on where the episode <laughs> lands. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dark corner. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and, um, we had to get up early again. Oh, yes. Very, very early because... In order to get into Yellowstone before anyone else, we had to get in early, like by five. Yeah. So it wasn't as bad as what we'll explain later, which was our glacier adventures. But it was still very early. Um, very we just early. Just come off of a week of very early glacier adventures. And the other thing about Yellowstone in particular that we were told was that everyone does it early in Yellowstone mm-hmm. because they know how busy it gets. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we have to be even earlier than the early people. Right. And we were because when we were in there early on, like at the beginning of the day, there was hardly anybody in there. Right. Early and often folks, it works. So, but this was also um, when we crafted the mega sleeping bag. That's right. We um, were, a little unprepared for how cold Yellowstone was going to be at night. I think we both sort of overlooked that fact because we were checking the weather in Glacier, assuming that would be our coldest destination in the evenings. And surprise, we know. <laughs> so we had to basically join our sleeping bags together like Wonder Twins, and our mm-hmm. powers activated into a fart-filled bag. <laughs> right? That's right. I Keeping mean, we warm. were eating dehydrated food, yep. so it had to come out somehow. That's true. If that geothermal camera would have been there, <laughs> it would have just been like puff, 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 puff. Exactly, puff. exactly. Right. But this KOA was really like, that yes, West Yellowstone again, KOA. we can't say enough about mm-hmm. the West Yellowstone KOA. It was Living wonderful. our best lives there. This was like luxury shower zone. Dirty, though the floors because it was just wet and not that it was like filthy because it was for lack of care or lack of cleaning. No, no, it was it always was cleaned like, the day. Like yeah. they cleaned it like yeah. after everybody had showered yes. at night. So, but which made with sense. muddy feet and you know, tile right. floors, you get muddy floors. Yes, you do. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Getting up early was our goal and we had big plans for day two at Yellowstone. Our original itinerary was to only spend 
two full days in Yellowstone and, and then to drive to Tetons. And what happened on this day is why we ended up having to do three days in Yellowstone. But more on that later. But more on that later, you yeah. will find out. Mm-hmm. There's like, basically we're taking this day in Yellowstone and breaking it up into this episode and the following episode. Right. Because so, surprise adventures. The, we did a lot on this day. We did. We expected to do more, but alas. Right. Alas. Mm-hmm. Stars were not aligning there. But anyway, getting in early is the best case scenario. We really had no traffic. Basically, we hit and drove by a lot of the things that we were driving di- by Same the day before. Stuff, Artist right. paint pots, some of those first geysers that we stopped at. Eventually, we hit Madison Junction, which um, is basically where you would choose whether we would drive the upper loop or the lower loop. And since we had done the upper part of the loop for the upper loop the day prior, we were headed down towards Old Faithful and Grand Prismatic. So we turned right. We turned to the right. Yep. And headed south, right. essentially. Yes. If you headed to the left, it would take you back up to Norris Geyser Basin. And at the top, that would be at the top part of the lower loop. The day before we had turned left. Right. Well, no. Correct. Yes. Yeah. We had turned left, and that had taken us to Norris Geyser Basin. Mm-hmm. Later on, it took us to uh, Mammoth Springs, mm-hmm. and then eventually Lamar. But this day, we were turning right, because that was going to take us where we wanted to go. So we were headed south. Right. Correct. Correct. <laughs> As we were driving in, another reason to get up early is the light. And we got some beautiful light. And again, also, it's cold. So we also get this beautiful, unearthly geyser steam like rising you, everywhere. Like we could not believe our eyes right. right in front of us. Correct. As we were driving south. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's like an English language problem I it have, is. actually. Anyway. So more on that on my grammar <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. right. Called Grammar Corner. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's so. a companion to my dark corner. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. We're in the middle of July at this point, like squarely in the middle of July, but it is freezing. It is in like the morning, it is 40 degrees freezing. We're in full tights. We have wool caps on. We have sweatshirts. Sweatshirts, the whole night. Bundled up. Layers. Um, That's how we And were we dressed. had to buy extra sweats coming in on our way down from Glacier. So we definitely were embracing our our warm weather gear here. Right. The, the little we had. That is something that adds to the, the steam and the kind of like... And it adds to the views. It adds, and it adds to, to the, the ambiance. Yeah. It adds to the whole it experience. Does. It adds to the ambiance. It does. We, as we're driving, see signs for Firehole Canyon. This is a one-way driving loop road. We didn't do this, which we probably could have. But I think... From what I've researched, doing it early is sort of the best thing to do because this is one of two like main swimming hole areas in the park. Oh. So it sort of gets packed out. I didn't even know about uh, this. We saw a few cars dip that way. But again, we were kind of early, so there weren't right. that many cars on the road at this point. I'm sure when we were coming out, it would have been incredibly mobbed just based off of right. how crowded the park gets. So I don't think people were swimming at this time of the day, but yeah. definitely at least driving it for its scenic potential for sure. The other thing, that we were thinking about at this time was if there were things we wanted to stop at, we probably should do it right then because we were there and nobody was there. Exactly. Which is what brought us to the lower and midway geyser basins. Right. And the fountain paint pots that are there as well. Yes. So all of those things are in the same area. Right. My little paint pot. My and there's your song. Pot. I know. 
I know. Yep. I um, heard that song so many times. Mm-hmm. So this was uh, when we get off and get out at basically what is uh, the fountain paint pot area. This is essentially a half mile walk and it's totally well worth it. We get to see a ton of geothermal features um, as we are walking this uh, full of steam plumes um, and some gurgling geysers, uh, which, you know, is our favorite thing. As we're driving to this, we are driving along the Firehole River, which, again, in the morning was intense and almost looked like things were burning as we were driving in. I it definitely did. was it like, was, oh, there's fires in other we places. We thought there like, might have been fire it because did. there was also smoke in the sky. Yes. The day before, there was yeah. smoke in the sky the day before that. Yes. While we were here in this area, there are a number of geothermal features that you can see and hear. Some of them include Celestine Pool, Fountain Paint Pot, Red Spouter, Leather Pool, Twig Geyser, Fountain Geyser, Morning Geyser, Clepsydra Geyser, and Spasm Geyser. Stop talking about me. <laughs> this was definitely the both of us living our boardwalk dreams. I mean, you more than me, um, because I know you live for boardwalks. I do. I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I love boardwalks. And also not Generally having, speaking, love them. Also not having to put on hiking boots yet. Ooh. Sneakers for the win. Sneakers for the win. Remember. I mean, we had spent so much time in hiking boots. This was probably about halfway our, through our trip in general, Like right, right in the center. Yeah. yeah. So our boots had already seen a ton and of mileage. They had many miles left to see. They sure did. And we're so glad (laughs) that you do. We did, you know, the boardwalks were a little dewy, a little wet. We did hear from somebody recently that was like, ooh, I went to Yellowstone when it was really cold and those boardwalks freeze and I totally hate it. Oh, whoops. So something to note um, if you're at Yellowstone when the temperatures dip below freezing for sure. Um, But it was kind of, you know, just a beautiful spot to start the morning and like what a lovely area to start in. We both laughed at those as important as they are, those signs, those illustrated signs. Which the illustrated signs. The like ridiculous are... outlandish faces of the people that clearly the artist was a great artist, but like couldn't place these people. Like it's clearly no. like I had a friend pose for me in the most outlandish shocked face possible. It's true. It doesn't feel realistic. It's Drawn true. realistic doesn't feel realistic. No, 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 no. But this was like Drawn well, joke. but the yeah. actual sort of reaction no I my my curiosity is like I'm I'm wondering if because we remember them oh yeah is that the intention maybe that's the inside joke maybe that's the inside joke Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. they're kind of kind of a little wild but you remember them Right. And that's for good reason. Uh Because don't step on that. Don't step on the geothermal area. Let's talk about not stepping on geothermal areas like ever. The amount of people I've seen post 
like mostly this is shame on, like, videos shame videos of people walking on geothermal areas with animals it's ridiculous yeah it's like no thanks talk about strike two goodbye get out mm-hmm. no this is also a land where i come alive not for the boardwalk but for the dead trees well there's many here <laughs> there's many and you're alive and i was living my life it did remind me of this reservoir near my house where it was obviously kind of like floodplained a little bit. And so there's a bunch of dead trees that are there because this was sort of that vibe too in some regards because yeah. there's like water or standing water that these trees that are dead are standing in. And the reflections off of the water and the early morning light and the steam, it was just enough to, you know, send me over the edge. <laughs> the boardwalk for this area was mostly a loop Mm -hmm. that came i mean it was kind of like it took off it made a loop and it came back yeah i mean it was really simple yes but the smell was very strong oh the smell of sulfur Mm -hmm. super strong here as with any geothermal area that we found in yellowstone yes it did feel like the witches from the scottish play were just going to show up or you know the clash of the titans where Caliphon lived in the swamps. And by the Scottish play, we mean Macbeth by That's Shakespeare. Because right. mm-hmm. we can say that because we're not on a stage right now. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure. I wanted to defer to the theater yes. um, expert. But you're talking about the Clash of the Titans with Harry Hamlet. Oh, the original, yeah. which is like. Well, bar there's none a the best. new one with Liam Neeson that's yeah. also now a classic. No. Nah. Don't throw that word around. <laughs> it's iconic. I, no, I don't know about that either. It is either. high quality. No. It's <laughs> I think you probably are confusing it with the Harry Hamlin version. Maggie I just, Smith is I it. thought it was stunning. <laughs> okay. Now you're just being mean. I've not seen that film. No. Um, but yeah, it did feel... We passed some of these geothermal features and like the venting... The steam, the gurgle just felt like a hell mouth, essentially. It was like some creature was going to emerge from here Mm -hmm. and tell our fortunes. On the way out, we encountered some other folks coming in. Mm -hmm. Or they had been there. They'd been there. They walked the other way. They walked the other way. We saw them when we parked. They were friendly. We waved. And um, I remember they were saying like, okay, it's time to go see the big boy. And that clearly was the plan because that was our plan too after this because we were going on to see old faithful and with that let's take our first break okay so we're playing a new game yeah this is when we came up with on the trails and yes and we played it the whole time during this trip we did but it's called walk run Yes, or walk so blank could run. Right. It can work in either direction. Yep. So what walked so that this thing could run or this thing walked so that what could run? Right. So for example, Madonna walked so Britney Spears could run. Sure. You sure. Could say we that. could say that. Or yep. that Ariana Grande could run mm-hmm. or that Lady Gaga could run. Exactly. There or could be multiple answers for the multiple run answers. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So, so I've got one for you. Great. Thelma and Louise, the film, mm-hmm. walked so that blank could run. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, because I hate that film and I don't understand people who enjoy like it. No. I didn't really like it no, either. No, it was dumb. It was like not dumb funny though. It was just dumb. We are dividing Sorry. the gay community right Sorry, now with Kristen these Wynn. commentary. Okay. Do no, you... I'll give you a real one. Sorry. I What's think... your answer? <laughs> What is your answer? What is your answer? So baby mama could run. Oh. 
I'm okay. just thinking of female buddy comedies. Great. I so think sunshine cleaning could run. That is not a female <laughs> buddy comedy. That is like dark. Welcome to my dark poignant. corner. Good lord, sunshine cleaning. I haven't heard anybody say that since I was like in a scene study class in college. Somebody was like, "I have to leave early. I have tickets to see sunshine cleaning." My dark corner. Um, I think I would say that Thelma and Louise walked so that Romeo and Michelle could run. Okay. I'll that's, take that. that's my favorite. That's on fair. That. But yeah. Not okay, sunshine cool. cleaning. All right. <laughs> Lord. Okay. What about right. you? Dunkaroos walked so blank could run. Oh, no. I'm going in the other direction. Okay, great. No. Fun dip walked so that <laughs> oh, Dunkaroos could run. I love that. <laughs> that's actually very true. I feel like Dunkaroos walked so that... Um, Hummus and pita could run because I don't remember that as a child. I don't feel like hummus that was and pita. Hummus and pita. I really don't think we got hummus <laughs> and pita from our lives of like in like. I'm gonna give you another Dunk- answer. Dunkaroos. And you can cut this out. But good lord, no! I'm leaving it in so that everyone knows. No, you're yeah. cutting it out. No hummus and pita. <laughs> <laughs> You said hummus and pita. I'm tired. <laughs> Have you read my water bottle? I'm tired. Oh, my God. My uh, God, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I, I was recently in Provincetown, and I got Mike a sticker that said, Hello. It looks like, um, it a, looks name like a name tag, and it says, Hello, I'm tired. <laughs> okay, so what would be your other answer? Oh, uh, my gosh. No, I'm going to give you a, a brand new one. Fondue. <laughs> fondue Fondue I guess Dunkaroos so. walked So that fondue No I think it needs run. to be So melting pot could run <laughs> So melting pot could run Yeah Okay So Dunkaroos walked So that Chromatica Oreos Could run <laughs> <laughs> So Donna Chromatica Could Donna, run Donna Chromatica Yeah Come Donna, on Donna Chromatica Donna Chromatica mm-hmm. Yeah her name is Donna Chromatica. Donna Chromatica. Right. Um, I feel like Dunkaroos was like a gateway into those. Um, I don't think they exist anymore. So maybe they were the first thing. I feel like it, those cheese sticks. You know what I mean? The um, They were oh, like. Those it existed was a, before Dunkaroos. Yeah. I, I so think I Dunkaroos think ran, because, ran of those, because of those cheese those little, sticks. Those little the like, sticks of uh, breadsticks that bread had sticks the nasty with, ass cheese. Uh-huh, that that cheese, cheese was disgusting. That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was foul. <laughs> but did we all eat it? We did. We did. We did. We did. So we are driving toward Old Faithful. We're headed south. Mm-hmm. It's right. funny because on the map, it looks way closer. But oh, like maps. Old Faithful is four. Yeah, it was like a, I feel like it was like a 15 to 20 minute drive down there. Or more. Or yeah, more. Yeah, it could have been more. I felt more. like it was more. Was it more? A little more. Okay. <laughs> but when we were driving, we had to also pass another major area. Right. And that was? Grand Prismatic Springs. And that's the spring that the photos are everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the spring where, like, there are all the colors inside of the pool. Right. And it's big. And it's beautiful. And there's kind of, like, two ways to see it. You mm-hmm. can, like, walk a boardwalk to, like, be on it. Mm-hmm. But you don't get any kind of bird's eye view of no. it. Or you, yeah. you can park a little... Uh, you can park further down in a different parking lot and do a little hike out to an overlook to look down over it. And that's how you 
you get that would get to see it bird's eye yeah that sort of Mm -hmm. closer to bird's eye view so we knew that later we were going to do that overlook hike and we wanted to see but we also wanted to see it like up close and this is where we sort of make a little bit of a critical error (laughs) and i say that only in the fact that everything worked itself out it was fine but we didn't stop we decided, you know no, what? No, we decided to move on. And we go should to get Old to Old Faithful. Faithful because it's early and we don't want it to be packed out. We'll be fine to come back to Grand Prismatic Springs. Foreshadowing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So we chose. We chose. We chose. We chose to get ahead with we what you did chose. to Emily. We did. Uh, we chose to not get out here. Right. At the boardwalk area. At this boardwalk mm-hmm. area. Or to do the hike to the Overlook just right. yet. Right. We decided to continue driving on to Old Faithful. Mm-hmm. And it took us a little while longer, but we did finally get to this area. Yeah. And in the like pulling off to the Old Faithful area, it did feel very much like when we have been in Disney World before and are pulling off to go park inside of the Magic Kingdom. Right. Or park inside of Animal Kingdom yeah. or something like that. It kind of felt this sort of like, you know, suddenly there are a number it's of resorting. buildings. It feels a little resorty. Mm-hmm. Not like super resorty, but right. a little uh, resorty well, enough. if it's a thing that has like an off-ramp where you have to cross a bridge over yeah, the road. that's what like, we did have that's to do. sort of what it felt like, which was under construction at the time. So there is some construction projects that have are been still slated happening. and are going on in the park. And part of the reason we couldn't drive the whole upper loop was because of construction. Just things to be aware of when you're planning your trip to Yellowstone. Construction is a thing and it needs to happen because those roads need improvement and because the park is so heavily visited. But anyway, I digress. It did feel very theme parky in our exit here. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. We do finally make our way in and we make it to the parking lot, which is close to Old Faithful. And gigantic. And gigantic. Yeah. yeah. But we we're able to, because there there's no one many there. people, we mm-hmm. were able to park really close. Yeah, like we could see Old Faithful, Old from, Faithful the from the car. Like we, there was an unobstructed view. We were parked like right by that first inn that's Now we close. didn't know what this was going to look like. Mm-mm. We weren't sure if Old Faithful was going to look like, you know, what Grand Prismatic looks like mm-hmm. or what the paint pots look like or whatever. And we weren't sure if it was something we were going to need to watch from the car. Right. Turns out it's not. We were able to park. And then around Old Faithful is this like giant boardwalk with all of these benches, which we could see from the car. An observation area. And this is still pretty far pushed back. The the benches and the ring of boardwalk is... far enough back from oh, the geyser certainly. itself. You're not close. You're not close, but you're a lot closer you're than close when enough. you're in the car or when we were in the car, right. for sure. We get there and keep in mind, it's very early still and it's very cold. And so there's a conversation that happens. And what was this conversation <laughs> like? Why and don't so you tell our friends and family? I said, our friends and family, I said, oh, so what? We just have to wait now, huh? And your response? I said, yeah, that's what we have to do because the thing is going to erupt when it wants to erupt. So we're going to have to just be here until it does. Mm-hmm. And then you got this sort of pouty grimace on your face. And I was like, did you really think that we were going to be able to just like roll up and it was going to just erupt when we like showed up? And you were like, well, yeah, kind of. And I was like, 
honey, that is not how this works. Well, that's how magic works, you know, <laughs> in the sweet spot that I live my life in. Uh-huh. And, and this is why no. I just like waiting. <laughs> and so... Call back. Because <laughs> we were not able to get onto the app. They had not published right. the times that morning. So there is an app, folks. There is an app you can check to see mm-hmm. when it's going to erupt. Because it's called Old Faithful because it's like so dependable. That's and right. It, and it's like eruption patterns. Mm-hmm. And it typically erupts every 90 minutes. But that could be... Could be longer, could be shorter. It could be between one hour and two and a half hours. Usually it's every 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And at that time when we were in Yellowstone, it was erupting very consistently. Things we found out later. Right. But we could not get online to see what time it was going to erupt. So we just had to show up and wait. Mm -hmm. And I knew that this was going to happen. And you were like, but what? And I was like... Yeah. You paint me as more of a diva than I was in that well, moment. Well, I luxuriate in this moment because you have few of them. Mm. And you paint me to be one constantly. This is what gloating looks like, <laughs> folks. <laughs> this is our PSA on gloating. But no, I did. Um, you did. Mm-hmm. You did. And I was like, yeah, we're just going to have to sit and wait. Well, I think also part of it was I didn't want to just sit in the car. And you were like, well, it's freezing out there. So do you really want to sit your ass on a cold bench <laughs> for 30 to 60 minutes I to wait? I did ask that, yeah. And I was like, well, kind of. Like, I don't want to just sit in the car. We sat in the car for probably about 10 minutes before it was like, sure, okay, we can get out. Also, there's a bathroom in there and I need to use this. Dusty. <laughs> yeah, there's... There's multiple buildings right Mm -hmm. around Old Faithful. And so I went into, I think it was called the Old Faithful Lodge. Mm -hmm. It looked like what Disney World had used as inspiration for some of its hotels. Mm -hmm. Because it was very wildernessy lodge, but also fancy and posh a little bit. And so I went in there to use the restroom. And I sat by the geyser. My biggest fear was I had no service to text Dusty if the geyser started to do something. Now, keep in mind, there is activity that's happening the entire time you're sitting there. It just isn't erupting. So there's... It's not a full eruption. There's steam that's billowing out of the vents. There may be some, you know, slight... Some spits. Some slight spits of water. So I'm sitting here... And time is just ebbing on by. And I'm like, he's going to miss this eruption. I'm going to sit here. It's going to happen. He's going to be in the bathroom. And then I'm going to have to sit here for another 90 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And I like went into like, oh, God damn it. Can I tell you, (laughs) I knew that that was going through your mind at the time, (laughs) which is why I was taking my time. Mm -hmm. And you were looking at the gift shop, too gift shop was closed. Uh, you were looking through the windows of the and gift shop. I was looking through the windows <laughs> exactly. in the gift shop. Uh-huh. So this was definitely like when you did come out and I was like, thank God. Dusty was like, oh, you really should go in. Like once this erupts, let's go back in. Also, I'll probably need to use the bathroom again. So we'll kind of, we'll meander our way back into the lodge so you can kind of take a peek. The wait actually wasn't too bad from that point. We're sitting, I think we sat for probably about another 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. It was not crowded at all. This was actually kind of the best because it was very, a very small crowd. Eventually what happens is we start to see that things are becoming more active with the geyser. There's more spits. Stuff is starting to bubble up a little bit more, get a little higher, and then... Kaboom. Kaboom. 
the eruption was so tall. You know, I've seen images of it before, mm-hmm. but it's just... It is something you have to it's see. It's so big. It is. And it was, yeah. It's definitely worth stopping and seeing upon going to Yellowstone. Yes. With that being said, it was one of the strangest things I think I've done in a national park. Sure. Now, we've been on time tours before, and we've had, you know, to book things. But it is weird to be like, I'm sitting here waiting for this thing to do a thing. And everybody else is... It was cool. I'm not denying that. And it's majestic. When that happened, yes, I got a couple of pictures and yes I got some video of it and then I put the phone away and put it in my pocket and just like sat and watched it but I did turn and see other people and all they did they were only watching it through Through their their phones phones. yeah I was like oh but that's not the same no like I sincerely wish for everyone seeing Old Faithful just get some quick shots yeah and then just enjoy it and then just enjoy it because it is unlike anything I've ever seen. And with that, let's take our next break. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage... Joan Jet Boyle. Joan Jet Boyle. Mm-hmm. I forget where we came up with this. This was Yellowstone. We were in Yellow, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But like, where I forget where in the day we were when mm-hmm. we came up with this, but this was such a good name. Oh, yeah. Well, a jet boil, if you are not a camper, um, is basically a, a rocket stove. It's rocket a way stove. for you to um, hook up to a small propane tank and have essentially a Boiling stove on the water. go and to be able to yeah. boil water on the go. So that is what inspired our friend Joan Jet Boyle Joan and brought jet her to life. Um, so who is Joan Jet Boyle? I imagine is she that a parody of Joan Jet. It's like Joan Jett, but who needs anger management? Oh, like, okay. like a furious Joan Jett. Like Joan Jett so Boyle like, would cover Joan Jett songs, mm-hmm. but they would be like really angry, hard, dark rock mm-hmm. versions. So like songs. anger from um, Inside Out, who's the actor yes, I can't think of like right that. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was on The Daily Show too. Always boiling. Yes, always boiling, boiling over. I mean, it's easy to kind of be like, She's just sponsored by Jetboil. <laughs> that's her. That's her sponsorship. That's her merch. That's she actually, her merch. you know what? She's got her own freeze-dried camping supply. Oh, I merch. like that. Yeah, I do feel like um, she's angry about the way people are treating the planet. Oh well, so obviously she wants to, you know, help with that. Right. So they're all vegan pouches of yep. food. Vegan Jetboil pouches. All of the pouches are, are recyclable. I was going to say compostable. Oh. That's even better. Even better. I'm curious how that would work, though. I don't. I really yeah. don't know. We do we have that technology because I we don't should know, develop it. But let's develop it. Yeah, for Joan Jet Boyle, we'll do it. Certainly. Definitely a lot of fog machine action in her acts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because how could there not be? How she's could boiling there not, over. She's boiling over. And there's definitely some like cauldron noises from a spooky Halloween soundtrack <laughs> that bring her in <laughs> that bubbling noise. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Gosh, that cauldron noise. It just takes me back to like Halloween parties mm-hmm. or the I'm haunted mansion. I'm trying to mansion. recreate it and I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is her song that she sings? Well, is it a Joan Jett song? I, she, we've got like um, Crimson and Clover mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. I think would be my choice. Okay. Because a lot of people, when they say Joan Jett, are like they like the only song they can name is "I Love Rock and Roll." Mm-hmm. But um, 
Crimson Clover is my favorite. Okay. Oh, I do feel like Cherry Bomb would be good. Oh, for yeah. Mm-hmm. Cherry Bomb would be a good one. That would be Boyle. great. I think that might be better. Yeah. It's a little angrier. Oh, mm hmm. Cherry Bomb. That one. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Joan Jet Boyle. So what's great about the Old Faithful area is that Old Faithful is not the only thing to see there. No. There are so many other things, natural features to see in this area. Naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Which is considered to be the Upper Geyser Basin. Also, newsflash, do not skip this. Oh, God, it was awesome. Yes. This was one of my favorite walks we did Mm -hmm. in Yellowstone National Park. And I do feel like a lot of people do skip this. Yeah, I saw a lot of people coming to see Old Faithful. They turn right around and get in their car. The others are just not as impressive. And I'm like, it's not about that. Size doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, It's not about comparing them. It's just about... Look at all of these cool things that you don't get in your backyard, wherever you live. Right. And they're all here and they're all different. And so like Old Faithful is just one of them. Right. Exactly. There are thousands of them. Right. And so right here next to Old Faithful, there are hundreds of them. Right. At least a smattering. I don't know if it's a full hundred, but I yes. don't know. Somebody getting t- uh, <laughs> someone <laughs> I can't possibly <laughs> Anyway, when we do leave the old faithful area, we basically walk right to a trail, which is more boardwalk. What a surprise. We're in love. Boardwalk. Right. But there is an a path up to an observation point that you can basically climb and see old faithful from above. We did not do this. No. Mostly because it was early morning. We'd walked some. We knew we were walking later. And we had a long hiking day. The we day had before. a long hiking day, and we said no. Yeah, we that we didn't want to cut take our that losses. Incline. We did have someone ask us later if we did that, and we were like, no, and no. Like, well, it's really cool if you get a chance. So, so whatever. We continued on. <laughs> um, we had come onto this boardwalk from the right side of. Mm-hmm. The old faithful observation area. Right. It's sort of like a C shape. Yes. When uh, when approaching it, it's ever, all the way to the right. If you do the other way, it is a paved road or a macadam that you would walk on. So yeah. we directly went onto the boardwalk to uh, the right. To the right. So we continue on, and that brings us. Mm-hmm. That brings us along to basically a ton of other geysers um, in the vein of old faithful. Um, that some are more frequent eruptors than others. There are some that are along this path that are also timed and like a little bit more regular that you can look on the app for. Again, we didn't have service and the app and wasn't some updated. Have, they've built some sitting areas yeah. for you to sit and watch. A lot of the ones that were more frequent eruptors too, which was cool, had signposts that had the name of the geyser, but then they also had two little whiteboards on it and the rangers could write, this geyser will erupt between this time and this time. And right. they would look obviously like it was frequently changed, which yeah. was neat. Later when we were at the gift shop, they also had like a sandwich board out that had like the geysers that were in that upper geyser area and, and what all the times. the times were likely to be again times vary you may have to sit around and wait because there's no definitive timing there the geyser basin itself is pretty cool it's bisected by the firehole river um, most of the geysers are on the east side of the river which was the side that we started on 
there are a few on the west side on the, of the west river. side of the river but not not as many no the boardwalk here is much more aged than where we were this morning at fountain paint pots um definitely felt like it hadn't been replaced in a while feel like fountain paint pots was like felt more trexy and this felt like yes, wood wood and obviously any sort of wood in those conditions is just gonna i feel like break down very break easily down split um, splinter it wasn't like horrendous by any no, means and no, it the was nice thing is walk on. this was pretty accessible like oh, this yeah. would be a, a great thing to do to be able to take a walk with someone maybe in a stroller or in a wheelchair um yeah. Whereas there's parts of Yellowstone where that isn't the case. So that is really great about this. And what I really was happy was a possibility. But Yellowstone is really good about publishing what's fully accessible Mm -hmm. and what is not. A lot of the things we saw were different like layers of earth, different colors. There was a lot of like rust color water. There was this beautiful blue like that was the fascinating thing from an artist's perspective seeing the, the changes of color and all of the texture in the ground incredible yep. uh, there is uh, I have it as saved as like uh, the screensaver on my phone it's this um, orange uh, the like the bottom of a geothermal area that's orange with all this like water runoff mm-hmm. it was gorgeous mm-hmm. the boardwalk is essentially ours there's not too many people on it it's really, really quiet, which was, again, another perk of getting there early. Again, hike early, hike often. Um, so we really got to experience this without almost anyone around. It was awesome because there were signs along the way that gave you also indicators as to how geothermal areas worked. What was the science behind them? Why were some pools specific colors? What was happening in those pools? What sort of things lived there? Um, so it really was... You know, as much as it was a, a nice trail to walk, it also was sort of an interpretive trail as it well. It was. And so when you it got comes that. to interpretive trails in Yellowstone, I feel like you can't do any of them without walking at least another 15 feet and finding out what a geyser is. Mm-hmm. Again, they make sure that everyone knows what that is. Right. Aside from geysers that are flat to the ground or where the, the geyser spout is in a pool, you have these other geysers there, like Giant Geyser and Grotto Geyser, which look as though the geyser spot comes from these gigantic rock formations rather than just an open, clear hole in the ground. Some of those, like Grotto, have really interesting formations to them. From reading the signs, it seems that scientists believe that these geysers may have developed around trees that then, through the eruptions and through the material that was erupted basically just became like covered and formed this very strange drip castle, sand castle formations mm-hmm. that are there. They are unlike anything I've ever seen anywhere. Mm-hmm. We would stand there and just look at this, you know, all these different geysers and the different paint pots and the different formations and just like get lost in them. Yeah. Like, there's so much to see and there's so much to discover about each one. While walking this path from the boardwalk, it's sort of like one arm of a, the letter A that would take us to a paved path. You could continue on that paved path or you could jut backwards, back towards Old Faithful Village is what I'm going to call it. And so when we get to Grotto Geyser, which is sort of the end point here on the boardwalk, we do kind of hook that left 
and head onto the paved path, but kind of immediately jut off. There's another pathway There's another right off pathway to the right, to the right, which essentially takes us out past a few other geysers and all the way out to what's known as the punch bowl, which we had run into some people along this path and they're like, listen, it's not that far, but definitely make sure you go out Don't to punch miss bowl the punch because bowl. it's cool. This wasn't that far, especially thinking about how long we had already walked out to this point to go all the way out there. This was the witch's cauldron, the punch bowl. It was a raised cauldron type formation with, with burp water, burping water. It was, it. it was the, um, the genesis of the Halloween spooky cauldron sound. Yes. <laughs> totally. Probably. 1000%. <laughs> uh, the runoff and the textures in this area are so neat and definitely add to the alien world that is essentially the upper geyser basin. And like these colors were also kind of reminiscent of the colors that we might see in like a grand prismatic. Mm-hmm. Yep. That we would see in a grand prismatic. Yeah. That's uh, true. We do hit some other hikers as we head back towards that paved pathway. And we definitely tell them to also make sure to go out to the, the punch bowl. That puts us back on the segment the of the paved path, which is the other arm of the letter A that's going to take us back yes. to Old Faithful Village. It's a little more active at this time of day. There's some more people on it. It seems like a lot of people probably, if they're staying at the inn, would probably walk this, I feel well, like. Also, it's getting closer to like 9 a.m. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we had seen Old Faithful at 7.30. Yeah. That was our timing. And yeah. so we were getting a little closer to 9 a.m. Yep. And as we were walking, I forget who said it to whom, but one of us said like, oh, wouldn't it be so funny if like by the time we got back, it erupted again? Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> right. We do keep walking. We're able to see um, the Old Faithful Inn, which we didn't get a chance to explore, but it's neat just to see the architecture from the outside. We didn't get a chance to go in it. Yeah. It is a National Historic Landmark. It's probably worth ducking into if you have the opportunity while you're there. And we pass Castle Geyser on the way back. This is gigantic and one of the few geothermal features on this side of the river. Uh, the cool thing about it is many of the predictable geysers, like I was saying earlier, have these whiteboards. Um, but Castle Geyser's whiteboard read this, and this is from the Ragers. Quote, Castle Geyser is going through some changes while we wait to see patterns in its new behavior. It will be less predictable, end quote. So that was kind of a nice note, just so you weren't waiting, especially if you were expecting that. And again, some yeah. geysers might not erupt for years. Might that not erupt might be for their years. Pattern, and sometimes it's a surprise when some they do. Some erupt every five minutes. Right. Some are just constantly mm. erupting. Be sure to check out the app when you get a chance. It wasn't on the NPS app proper at the time we no, were there, right? No, it's on the right? Yellowstone app. Right. I don't know if that's going to migrate over. I think the plan yeah. is for it to do that. So as Dusty said, we did mention, you know, wouldn't it be neat if, you know, we saw the geyser erupt again, if we if saw, we saw Old, Old Faithful. Faithful. And as we're getting closer, we notice there are a ton of people at Old Faithful. At least now it is two crowded. times as many people as we saw. Crowded. We are pretty close at this point, and lo and behold, ta-da! Off it goes again. Eruption, like right at nine o'clock. Yeah. What's so funny is that it erupts on the hour or on the half hour, or yeah. it was when we were there, right. like right at seven thirty, right at nine o'clock. Right. So timely. funny. Timely. <laughs> Delicate. And, uh, <laughs> um, that was extraordinary to see it from this 
perspective. This right. Time. We were at a totally different side and it was just neat to, that's the magic I was looking for right. earlier. That's when you just walk upon it. We just walk upon it, it and there it is. So that's what I, I hope for in life. Yeah. Just that sort of magic. I know you do because <laughs> you are romantic at, that's heart right. at all times. Uh-huh. Dark and romantic. That's true. We do get a chance to duck into the visitor center. Well, let's talk about this We moment. have to beat the We stampede. did want to go right. and we were like, we have to go now. Right. We have to go now or else While this, people are distracted. This, well, we it started to die down and then everyone else also said oh we need to go now because this thing opened at 9 Mm a.m so we were sprinting to get inside we did we got inside with like the hundred other people then soon became like 500 people behind us in line right but yeah we got in and we walked around the gift shop there and also walked around the museum there. Very quickly. Very quickly. Because we had big plans for the rest of our day. And also there were a lot of people in there. So it's we didn't want to be inside for nope. too long. After scoping things out, getting what we needed, we headed off to the rest of our big and unexpected adventure for that day at Yellowstone National Park. Let's put the Upper Geyser Basin on the Karen Stone scale. I'm going to say it is a three because while it's mostly flat, it was an unexpectedly long walk. And I do think there is definitely some, not taxing, but it's just long, longer than I thought it would be. What, what would you give it? I'm also going to give it a three, three because not for like, you know, being physically taxing at all. Mm-hmm. but just for distance. Yeah. And with that, let's end this episode with some Jeopardy-style trivia. Why don't you go first? All right. So I was inspired by how much you love waiting. Mm-hmm. And this category is called the wait. Okay. And wait is in quotation marks. Great. You have to identify the film or song with the word wait in it. Great. Just the title. That's all Mm -hmm. you got. Waitress. (laughs) Got it? Yeah. Okay. For 100. Mm -hmm. A bunch of high schoolers from all different groups end up at one final party at one house. Starring Jennifer Love Hewitt and Lauren Ambrose, this movie got played on TNT over and over again. And it made me rethink if I wanted to be locked inside of a bathroom with Seth Green. What is Can't Hardly Wait? That is correct. Mm Mm-hmm. For 200. The beer has gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the film that gives us the famous gif of Angela Bassett lighting a car on fire and walking away. Mm, my favorite gif. What is waiting to exhale? That is correct. Mm-hmm. For 300. This Kevin James vehicle sitcom follow-up to King of Queens got such low ratings that they decided to kill off the wife character to make room for a Leah Remini return while also serving as the premise for the show Kevin Can Fuck Himself, starring Annie Murphy on A&E. What is Waiting for Scientology? Ooh, incorrect. (laughs) Well, I don't ever want to be waiting for that. The answer is Kevin Can Wait. Oh, and I didn't realize that that was the premise. Oh my God, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, that's so... The wife on Kevin Can Wait, Uh the ratings were so low... They killed her off to make room for Leah Remini to uh-huh. come back or to come on to the show. Uh-huh. And so the creators of Kevin Can Fuck Himself 
were like, oh, wouldn't that just be interesting if we saw all of this from the wife's perspective? So that's sort of what inspired the creation of that show. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Great. Which, you know, in the show, Kevin can fuck himself. Any scenes with Kevin look like a multi-cam sitcom Mm -hmm. and any scenes without him look like any scenes where it's just her, Mm -hmm. just Allison. It's like a single cam Mm. dark dramedy. Mm -hmm. Now, like they're not referencing Kevin can wait ever. Mm. It's just the inspiration for what inspired this. Got it. It's really good. Okay. Okay. For 400, this is probably the only hit song you or anyone can name by Richard Marks. Oh my God. I don't know. Whatever you do, wherever you are, I um, will be waiting be for right here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wait, right here waiting. Right here waiting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And for 500. Great. Not my finest category. <laughs> Hello, I'm tired. This play by Samuel Beckett ushered in the theater of the absurd genre with his five character play about the anticipation of a visitor whose spoiler never arrives. Waiting for Godot. Correct. Godot. Um, or as they say in Godot. Britain, Godot. 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 Great. All right. Lovely. Waiting. Mine is titled Yellowstone Gift Shops, and in this, I will be giving you a description of a gift shop that you would find in West Yellowstone that is punny and based off of a feature or landmark in the Yellowstone area. I'm ready. Your first stop when exiting the park is to get a manicure. After the last town you were in had nary a beauty shop, you decide to treat yourself at this nail salon, which is aptly named after this juncture point on the lower Yellowstone Loop along the shores of Yellowstone Lake. It may also be a way to describe what an Idahoan might stick out to hitchhike to the Pacific. What is the thumb salon? Oh, you're very close. So if it is an Idahoan trying to go to the Pacific, they are sticking out their what thumb? What direction? Well, it depends on what are they facing north or south. If they're trying to go to the Pacific <laughs> from Idaho. They're going west. The so west the, thumb? That's right. West thumb ah. is a feature in Yellowstone. You got Didn't it. Know that, but okay, okay. great. Great. Um, at Tina's House of Tin, a store dedicated to artwork made from license plates of many of the visitors to Yellowstone National Park over the years, you find many intriguing designs, but the one that catches your eye most is a silhouetted buffalo made from this state's license plate with the slogan, Big Sky Country. What is Montana? That's correct. Very good. For 300 when you start walking around town, you notice this patio shop, which shares its name with a part of the Mammoth Springs complex. Along with a recreation of the namesake within the park, there are statues to, no, not the Greek god of wisdom, handicraft the arts in later war, but the Roman one, hence the name of the patio store. Oh, God. No. Yes, I'm tired. Oh, Minerva? Mm-hmm. Yes, Minerva, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> You did that. You I got, did. You got me to get it like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Minerva, I'm tired. So it's not is... just Minerva. So Minerva's if it's a what? patio store, what would be another name for a patio? Oh, uh, Lanai. Minerva's no. Lanai. <laughs> Min- Minerva's deck. Mm. 
Minerva's This is a feature of the Mammoth Springs complex. Oh, I don't know. What is Minerva's Terrace? Oh, Minerva's Terrace. <laughs> there we go. There we I go. I feel like a terrace has to like also be uh, like have a balcony. I guess so. I was trying to, you know, I'm trying to be crafty. I know you're funny. trying to be crafty. Also, I do have to say, yes, Minerva, I'm tired is from Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Okay. Starring Brandy and Whitney Houston. <laughs> All right, for 400. Upon entering into Wyoming Wonders, a confectioner and cafe whose desserts are named after famous Wyoming landmarks and people, you gander first at the Teton Trefoil and then at the Buffalo Bill bread pudding before selecting this tiramisu, which is sculpted with rough-hewn edges all the way down and named for this monument in the eastern part of the state. The eastern part of Wyoming? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was also featured in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and it was a space that we hoped to visit but couldn't swing at. Oh, was it um, Devil's Tower That's Tiramisu? Correct. The Devil's Tower Tiramisu. Great. There you go. Also, I haven't seen Close Encounters, but will, but I will. But you will. All right, and for five hundred, after such a sweet dessert, it's time for a trip to the local watering hole in town to have a few drinks before heading back to your hotel. Since your sweet tooth has been activated, you've taken to try two of their signature drinks, the Super Volcano, their take on a lava flow, and a muddy paint pot, sort of like a mudslide. It's clear to you that these drinks are signature ones because the bar shares its name with a canyon whose walls were carved by lava over time and remain a popular swimming or watering hole within the park to this day. What is fire hole? Canyon. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and that is West Yellowstone Gift Shops. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode, that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Middlesex County, New Jersey.